0: Bullshit is everywhere. Bullshit. Bullshit is rampant.
1: Total fucking bullshit. D- d- bullshit. This makes no fucking sense. I mean, it's just bullshit. Fuck. D- d- bullshit. This is bullshit. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell...
0: Welcome back to the Bullshit Filter, the News, Episode 9, recorded this day of our Lord, Monday the 4th of June 2018. (laughs) My name is Cameron Riley. How are you today, Ray Harris Jr.?
1: Doing great. Uh, th- th- we've got a great selection of stories for you this week which is I don't know if that's good news or bad news.
0: It's always good news on this news show Ray. The good news is the world is fucked and it's going to hell in a handbasket. We're all going with it. But the big story this week forget forget Donald Trump, forget China, forget volcanoes, forget cockroaches, pedophiles the big news story that had everyone on the edge of their seats. This week is uh, this... fly wings reflect the stars that guide us I stopped an old man along the way now of course uh, you know what this is this is uh Weezer yeah. recording Toto's Africa now the story behind this of course is that there was a Twitter account set up in December of 2017. Um, apparently by a 14-year-old girl called Mary. Now, my first question is, isn't everyone on the internet a 14-year-old girl called Mary? That has been my I experience yeah. over the years. You are, I am. We all are. We are all <laughs> Mary. <laughs> we are all 14-year-old girls called Mary. That's Profound. pretty much the way the internet works.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, she set up this uh, Twitter account, Weezer Africa. Um, apparently, Mary lives in Cleveland. She's a member of uh, the School of Rock, in uh, Cleveland West, I think, and uh, she was learning Weezer songs. Uh, and she was like, "Hey, uh, set up this account, and just decided to urge the band Weezer to record a cover of Africa." And yeah. six months. This is this is a lesson for the kids out there. If you if you have a dream, yeah, you can uh, you and, and you dedicate yourself to that dream, you can break the internet for a day, which is uh, what Mary did. <laughs> Uh, they they faked her out a couple of weeks ago. They recorded a cover of Rosanna by Toto, and it, we went, ah, oh. but Just then they came. It. Then they put out Africa, and for the people who have been complaining that it sounds exactly like the original, yes, you cannot improve upon <laughs> perfection. That's the point. You can't. You can't. You can't fuck with Africa. Yeah. It is the perfect song. The epitome you know, of perfection. Uh, when, uh, when the Lord created the Garden of Eden and he right. populated it with, with animals and, and, and flora uh, and eventually Adam, Eve was being a DJ. A, Eve, uh-huh. Eve being a late afterthought. The first, <laughs> what people don't know is in the oldest version of the book of Genesis that we have found, it's like 3,700 years old. Uh, it actually says uh, the God, the Lord separated the heavens and the earth and there was water upon the earth. And the first thing he did was create Toto's Africa because pretty much that was his vision. That was all, like a little bit like Weezer Mary. All the good Lord wanted. He wanted to create a planet that just played Africa all the right. time. A little bit like me when I went into Taco Bell with my wife and uh, son Fox yesterday. The only Taco Bell in Australia. Um. Yeah, there's one Taco Bell. Well, there might be a second one. But this is the first and only Taco Bell in Australia. It's in Brisbane. We went yesterday, and they have a Spotify jukebox. It's basically a a, a touchscreen on the wall uh, where you can pick yourself. So, of course, I went in there, and the first thing I did was queue it up to play Africa. Because all I wanted was to eat Taco Bell and listen to Africa. And Africa came on, and the place went... Nothing. Nothing happened. It was what? just me. Uh, yeah, I and I was looking. Chrissy said, "You look like you're expecting a flash mob, like dance off." And <laughs> yes. I was like, "Fuck yes!" But so the Lord uh, created the planet just so Toto could write Africa. Lord wrote Makes it. Sense. Put gave it to Toto later. Yeah, you know, the whole you know the the animals and the ark and Adam and Eve and all that kind of shit came later. Um, yeah, that was a that was an after. He thought, well, there's no point in me grooving to Africa by myself. <laughs> I need to. Tire planet. Africa is best shared with the people you love. So we created Adam, and Adam was Aww. like, well, "That's good," but now what do I do? And so <laughs> anyway, fuck. Um, <laughs> other big story this week, Ray, that I want to about. Samantha B a uh, television comedian, has her own sort of satire news show. Came out of the Daily Show with Jon Stewart. Um, she called Ivanka Trump a feckless. Cunt. And a lot of people were offended, Ray, and I am one of those people.
1: Really? Tell me why.
0: Well, feckless isn't a strong enough word, I think. (laughs) Um, You know, feckless. (laughs) Feckless, uh, the dictionary definition of feckless, Ray, Mm -hmm. is uh, lacking purpose or vitality, feeble or ineffective, careless and irresponsible another definition i i would have come up with a much stronger word uh, much stronger adjective i think adjective yes much stronger yeah. adjective than a feckless cunt um evil i would have gone with evil cunt um you know but uh feckless is what she went with and like like many people i was offended by that i thought come on if you're gonna if you're gonna call
1: <laughs> swing for the fences come on knock it out of there
0: if you're going to call one of the Trumps a cunt, yeah, at least, at least get your adjectives right. Now, um, as somebody uh, posted on the Twitters, Thomas violence, I love the little cultural differences, like how Americans are super offended by the word cunt, but here in Australia, we're super offended by school children being slaughtered by automatic weapons. Um, Just little differences between the two Mm. countries. Um, (laughs) Then there was a big debate on my Facebook page about whether or not any school children in America have been killed by automatic weapons versus semi-automatic weapons. Um, I neglected to get involved in that conversation because I thought, I think you're missing the fucking point. But, uh, of course, semi-automatic weapons are technically automatic weapons, even though uh, Americans think of automatic weapons as being fully automatic. Right. Uh, semi-automatic weapons are technically automatic weapons. So stick that in your pipe and smoke it.
1: Well, I thought it was sad because if this, um, if if um, Samantha B was an Australian and she said it in your country, people would have moved past the word "cunt" and they would have focused on the point she was trying to make. You know, you work with your father. He idolizes you. I think he actually desires you. You have a lot of sway with this guy. Try to help him not to be such an asshole on immigration and 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 nationalist views and that kind of stuff. So the point Samantha B was making is you've got some influence and you're not using it, and that makes you the word, the definition of the word feckless. But here we just focused on the c word, and the message completely got lost, and everybody lost their damn mind.
0: Which was obviously the point. Now, mm. it, you know, yes. America deliberately chose to uh, miss the point, as usual. Um, This whole thing about, oh, she called him a name. I mean, okay, so obviously there's going to be questions about, well, how is this different from Roseanne tweeting that uh, Valerie Jarrett looked like a monkey? Um, And quite frankly, I can't be bothered getting into debates of uh, uh, that nature. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, Cockroaches, Ray.
1: Yes, so I, I, eat, I, I eat a protein bar every day, but I'm about to make a big change in my life, and I've, I'm pretty excited about it.
0: Is that a euphemism for you suck some dick <laughs> every day, I eat a protein right. bar?
1: Where's no. that beat that button? No, no, I, we said we wouldn't talk about that. This time I'm not being, I'm being literal, is what I'm being.
0: Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, researchers have found that cockroach milk contains essential amino acids... Mm. and more proteins than any other kind of milk in the market, which makes it a good prospect for being the next great superfood trend. Now, of course, the only question I had is, who is milking these cockroaches? (laughs) I'll
1: do it. Um,
0: (laughs) Are they getting midgets to milk the cockroaches is what I wanted to know, or... Right. (laughs) Now I'm going to get emails about midgets. Little people. Um, or or are they building milking machines? Really, really tiny, tiny milking machines that you have to apply to their nipples Ho- with tweezers. Hold still. Hold still. This story. This is a real fucking story. I think. Yes. Uh, I yeah. mean, I don't know, man. I I, I should have fact checked this. I don't know. I mean, this maybe this is the Russians just trying to drive me insane by putting this story <laughs> no, on it's the internet. a
1: long time ago. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> Uh, In in 2016, a team of researchers found that the milk derived from a particular type of cockroach. Mm -hmm. Now, see, I didn't read that the first time. I I immediately, after I read this, ran around (laughs) the house collecting every cockroach I could find and trying to milk them. So so Uh, all the cockroaches
1: in your house are going, would he quit jerking me off? I'm exhausted.
0: (laughs) It's not even Tuesday. I thought Tuesday was jerking off cockroach day. It is here. Um anyway this 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 cockroach is found only in Hawaii right. and uh, it gives birth to live young compared to mm. most cockroach species that lay eggs right and then uh, the the live young uh suckle at the mother now the um, this article does say that it's uh, tricky to milk them uh, yeah. You've got to harvest the cockroaches and then you've got to milk them. Uh, so, you know, I wouldn't be looking for this in the supermarket <laughs> anytime soon. Um, but wouldn't but, that be great, Ray, if you yeah. could go into the supermarket and buy cockroach milk? I think that is the final endpoint of the human race. I think that's <laughs> where we just rule a line under it and we go, that's it.
1: We're out. We're done. No, you got to take it one step deeper. Everybody talks about if there's a nuclear war, the only ones who are going to survive are cockroaches. But if we start drinking cockroach cockro- milk, milk, I think we might survive. And the good news is, technically, this article is true. There is a South African company called Gourmet Grub that is thinking about developing this uh, after they figure out how to farm the insects. So just hang in there, guys, and pretty soon we can all bulk up and, and survive nuclear wars. I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Well, um, you know with the, the, that saying about um, the end of the world after a nuclear war. Then people normally say the only things that would survive will be cockroaches and Keith Richards. So I think the next step here is when we start to milk. <laughs> we milk him.
1: We I milk Keith that. Richards. I am on it. And uh, <laughs> so here's a, here's the question for you. Yeah. One, would you rather milk him or a cockroach? And two, follow up. Which one do you think is easier?
0: Yeah, I think you could milk the knuckles of Keith's hands. Have you seen his hands? His hands look like uh, knobbly old uh, uh, sticks.
1: No, um, I haven't looked lately. All, all of his
0: years. Oh, man, you got to Google Keith Richards' hands. Right. Um, and uh, I'm doing it right now um, for you. <laughs> Thank you. Even though you're not here with me. Yeah, I you his were going
1: hands. To Google his
0: knuckles, oh, yeah. Oh, no. Seriously, right, right now, Google Keith Richards' hands, man, and just look god, at the images. Here we go. Uh, this isn't. This isn't like the time I tricked you into. <laughs> uh, yeah, Goatsy. Yeah, Goatsy. It's yeah, not. Still, I'm not doing that this time. Oh, no, I,
1: oh my god. That's oh my
0: Keith Richards' hands. Yeah. Damn!
1: It looks like I a think, fucked up Picasso painting. Go ahead.
0: Mm. I think you could probably um, milk those.
1: Yeah,
0: <clears throat> it's more like a. Uh, uh, um, uh, who is the uh, who's the guy who did the surrealist stuff? Oh. Uh, long beard, mustache. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's yeah. too early in the morning. <laughs> Let's move on uh, yes. after the cockroaches. The Babchenko murder. Oh, I love this story. Do you this story? <clears throat> So, for people who haven't heard uh, this story, um, a Russian journalist, Arkady Babchenko, was mm-hmm. murdered last week. It was in the, in the news, if you pay attention to such things. Um, he was a, a former military guy, I think, who uh, became a journalist, former soldier in, in Russia, became a journalist, critical of the Putin. I learned this week by listening to a Russian podcast that Putin is uh, actually pronounced Putin-
1: Put, All right. Put. I'm
0: going Putin. to practice. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to say, it. Like, put. Put. <laughs> put <laughs> no. um, Critical of Putin um, was getting death threats. Uh, uh, escaped to the Ukraine. Was in uh, Kiev, and um, his wife found him shot multiple times in oh, the, 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 the in his apartment. Um, dead. <clears throat> yeah. And, uh, you know, I was reading the, the the media at the time. Everyone was saying, of course, this is what happens if you're a, a critic yeah. of Putin. Uh, you get killed. Uh, everyone was absolutely convinced that uh, Putin himself yeah. not only gave the order, but pulled the trigger. He was there. <laughs> now... My initial thinking at the time, based on the shows we've done previously here about the connections between Putin and uh, and Trump and the Russian mafia and the mob, mm-hmm. is this, this guy could have pissed off a million people. How do we know yeah. that it was a Putin that had him killed uh, versus one of any number of other sources? Well, um, we, we didn't need to wait too long because a couple of days later, there was a, a press conference where the police were talking about his murder. Right. And Arkady Babchenko walked out in the middle of the press conference and said, oh, hi, everyone. I'm actually alive. I'm not dead oh, at all.
1: God. So he was not shot at all. He was not shot at
0: all. Okay. Um, apparently put and missed uh this one. <laughs> Now the story is a little bit confusing. Um, I've seen yeah. video uh, of his colleagues, his journalist colleagues, watching the press conference uh, and finding out that he was still alive. They were oh, they were God. pretty pleased. Yeah. He apologised to his wife. What now? Yeah, now I've read a couple of different versions of this. Uh, uh, one version of this says his wife and family actually still lived in Russia. They weren't even there, but then it said that his wife found him the original story, right. whether or not it was his wife or his mistress, and he faked his death as a way to get, you know, uh, uh, stop his wife from finding out he was having an affair. No, I don't think it was that, <laughs> but who knows. Or they just made up the story of the wife. Anyway, apparently the story is... Mm-hmm that um there was a hit put out on him uh and the right. guy who was hired to do the hit was uh, a mm-hmm. former military guy a Ukrainian military guy who uh, instead of killing him went to the authorities the Ukrainian authorities and said hey I, I've I've been Approach to put a hit uh, to kill this guy. And so uh, they faked his death in conjunction with with the assassin and Babchenko faked his death. Um, And so the hitman could then collect the money from the person who Uh. plotted the whole thing. And then that person or persons was arrested.
1: Oh, so the hitman's in on it and they're just trying to entrap a would-be murderer. Yes. Okay, now, God, that's deep. Uh-huh. Yeah. So they'd recruited
0: this guy. Apparently, um they, they reached out to a bunch of war veterans, Ukrainian war veterans, the person who, who was who was organizing the hit, reached out to a bunch of war veterans, offering them thirty thousand dollars for oh. the the contract. Right. Um now Look, it's a long time since I've had to put out a hit on anyone, Ray. Um, But from what I recall about the process, I I didn't just ring up random people and go, Hey, um, what are you doing on Wednesday? Hey, Steve. Hey, hey, you don't know me. Uh, My name's Cameron Riley. I'd like to have someone killed. Are you available uh, Wednesday or Thursday next week? It's not the way yeah. I go about it when I put out a hit. I, I first of all I, I reach out to people that have been you know that have a fairly high rating on Yelp uh, ah. as being <laughs> as being not only will they get the job done but they won't go and tell the authorities yeah. that I hired them to do it. That's one of the main things that I look for. That's important in my assassins is uh, the ability to keep their fucking mouth shut. It's kind of. Uh, you know, I, it, it's debatable what is more important their ability to execute the hit, <laughs> yeah, yeah, or keeping their fucking mouth shut. You know, those two things, 50, you know, I, I give them equal ranking, equal ranking. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> anyway, uh, I guess this is what happens with noobs. Um, oh now, yeah, so let me ask you a question um, Do you think <laughs> if Vladimir Putin is the Mm -hmm. guy, ex-KGB Vladimir Putin, I'd like to point out, is the one putting out the hit. Yeah. Do you think he's just uh, ringing up random dudes in the Ukraine and going, hey, what are you doing on Thursday? Like, uh, that. look, I'm I'm not (laughs) one of these people who thinks that Vladimir Putin is uh, an evil mastermind right um playing 5d chess with the world and american politics but i do think he probably knows how to put out a hit without just yeah. ringing up random I, people. Up. I think he's probably got in it, if you pl- it, yeah well no <laughs> and if you pulled up his iphone i think he'd have a whole category in his contacts like a group Ass, a assassin. smart group yeah Yeah, yeah, uh, 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 guys I can trust to fucking get someone, to have someone killed. I'm pretty sure being ex-KGB... He knows people. He knows people. That's if he can't, if he's too busy to do it himself, I'm pretty sure. um, Just as I'm pretty sure that if he was going to have somebody poisoned in London, they wouldn't be walking around talking about it uh, several months later.
1: Right. I I just have to ask, I mean... um, Okay, so so this guy, is he's talking shit about Russia. He's talking shit about Putin. I'm sorry, I can't say that right. But but to... Putin. Putin. Putin, oh, yeah. Putin. Putin. But to go around and calling people up and saying, hey, will you kill somebody for $30,000? I mean, that's not... You're not really finding guilty. People have probably done this before. I don't know. It's entrapment. It's like someone, maybe they need the $30,000. That's a lot of fucking money. But I don't know. That's not exactly how you go about... I don't know. It just seems terribly tacky for them to do that.
0: Mm, well, let's, that's a lesson to the kids out there. If you're going to have somebody assassinated, make sure the person you hire yeah. isn't references. just going to run to the... Yeah, references. Exactly. I'm sure <laughs> there's a website where you can check those. Don't
1: look it up. You'll go to jail.
0: Um, on a serious note... Um, yes. Babchenko did have to flee Russia. Uh, mm. He wrote what he calls, what, what, what was called an unpatriotic post on Facebook. Um, mm. You can read, we'll put a, a, a note uh, in the, a link in the notes. You can read this. This is, he wrote an article for The Guardian back in February where he said, he wrote a Facebook post um, basically talking about Russia bombing Aleppo for those uh-huh. of you who have listened to our lengthy series on the Syrian civil war. And he said that children were dying with the bo- in the bombing and he called Russia an aggressor. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then he got sort of just a whole bunch of people turned on him. Uh, he said the first to speak out was uh, Vitaly Milonov, the state Duma deputy, mm-hmm. who um, said that they should deprive him of his citizenship. And then uh, and a senator called on him and another journalist to be dealt with according to the law. Uh, And then this whole um, propaganda machine was engaged, he says. Uh, Channel One, Russia's most powerful state television channel, called on its viewers to create a petition to remove their citizenship and have them deported, and it was signed by 130,000 people in 24 hours. Wow. so this is a guy who's a war veteran slash journalist. Uh, anyway, he did get out of Russia. And they, for, like, I don't know again about you, Ray, but if, if, if I was worried that the Russian mob and slash government, if there's a difference between the two, were coming after me, I'd yeah. go a
1: little bit further than the Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, The Ukraine <laughs> is not far enough. Keep going. I would keep going.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would go a long, long Way away, no. not that obviously, you know you can really get away from them, you know, as, as various uh, expats have found out when they drank yeah. their tea in London. Um, but uh, yeah, I I'd yeah. go a little bit farther than Ukraine. Now um, Babchenko said uh, when he's telling the story about faking his death that um, they you know they, they covered him in pig's blood. he had a shirt oh. with bullet holes in it. Um, that he was wearing when his wife maybe found him, depending on which version of the story is the correct one. She called an ambulance. This was all set up and planned. The ambulance came. These guys were in on it. They uh, took him to the morgue. And he says, Once the gates of the morgue closed behind me, I was resurrected. So, Which leads me to wonder... If Babchenko rose from the dead, is he the Messiah? <gasps> that we oh Is this God. the yes. second coming of the Lord that we've all been waiting for this for 2,000 years? This and is you, fucking it. Any minute now, Jesus yeah. was going to come back. He's been telling us that for 2,000 years, and maybe it is Babchenko. And it also led me to wonder, maybe this is what Jesus did. Maybe Jesus found out <laughs> that Putin <laughs> I, I a was, was coming after him. And uh, he faked his own death oh. to get away from the authorities. This is my theory, that Jesus right. faked his own death, faked on, on <clears throat> the cross. The whole thing, the thing on the cross was staged. You know, he, he had a couple of couple of, couple of couple of centurions. Pontius Pilate was in on it. Pontius right. Pilate, you know, Pontius Pilate uh, with the trial of... Um, Jesus Barabbas and the Jews were like, no, I fucking kill Jesus, the, the, the God guy, not right. Jesus Barabbas, son of God. Long story, to, like, check out our other podcast for that story or my upcoming movie. Um, and and they went and 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 Pilate was like, all right, all right, all right, all right. And, and they go back inside and he says to Jesus, look, look, I'm not going to do it. like fuck Jews. Why why would I listen to why the fucking Jews? I'm I'm the Roman governor, motherfucker. I don't care what these guys think. Listen, this is what we'll do. Um, I'll get a couple of my guys. We'll stage the whole thing. They're not going to know the difference. <laughs> I'll even nails. I'll even have a guy come and yeah, trick nails. I'll even have, they didn't even use nails really. They tied people up to these things probably. I mean, right. nails nails isn't going to work. Um, I'll have a guy come along and fake stab you with a with a spear. We'll we'll tell him we're putting vinegar on a cloth, but it'll really just be a little bit of water, maybe some electrolytes in there. Because be, we'll have to leave you up there for a day or so to make it look <laughs> oh my right. God, we'll, we're going to cover you in fifty plus sunblock, so don't worry about that. You'll be okay.
1: Yeah, um, like an atomic then, bomb.
0: Then we'll take you down and we'll make it disappear, and everyone will just assume the grave robbers took it or something, and it'll be fine. Right. And right. so uh, they, they went through with that. It should have all been over. Uh, Jesus even went and peered to his friends later, which was the first mistake. Like like right. Pilate said, listen, we're going to put you into witness protection. We're going to get you out of dialogue. Whatever you do, don't go back and see your friends. He went and saw his Shame friends and said, hey, listen, hey, hey, I'm back. And they were like, what? We thought you did. He goes, <laughs> I'm <laughs> back, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I rose from the dead. <laughs> and uh, then he went into witness <laughs> protection. Quote, unquote, Went into witness protection, and they were like, fuck, he rose In from heaven. the dead. And he was like, no, I did Oh, fuck it. You guys are so dumb. Like, seriously. I can't even believe you've been my friends for the last couple of years. I'm, I'm moving on, man. You guys are so fucking yeah. dumb. And, and that's how it all started, man. That's-
1: what, what most people don't know is that he was a carpenter, but he worked for the prop department of a local movie studio. That's where all the uh, gadgets came from.
0: So uh, there will be a religion around Babchenko. Just give it time. Um, if oh. one hasn't started in the next week, I'm going to start it. Let's just talk about pedophiles. No? Hold okay.
1: On. Just real quick. We should... This should be our new life goal. We should pick one band at a time and start a petition or whatever to get them to record Toto and then just move on to the next band and the next band and the next band and just light this thing up and make this song the greatest thing that's ever been because we know it is we just need the rest of the world to know that so I think we should just use our powerful audience what
0: anyone who doesn't know it's the greatest thing ever done by the human race is just into not I'm gonna I'm gonna gonna try and get Van Halen to do it yes Yes. yeah that would just be like you know getting getting van halen to record africa would be i don't know just like you'd be done you could
1: retire after that
0: chocolate chip cookies with ice cream (laughs) like i don't know if anyone's done that before but it sounds like a good idea to me
1: it is now ray over the years that we've
0: done podcasts together i have made lots of jokes at your Mm -hmm. expense Uh uh-huh yeah i I think is probably fair thing to say one or two anyway yeah a few uh Well, probably the same jokes over and over again, really. Um, But
1: there were fresh tears each time.
0: You're short. um, You have a tiny penis. um, You're you're secretly homosexual. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Not not secretly. Um, You have sex with animals. And and with an incestuous... Because you live in Virginia. And I had this running joke that Virginia is just full of backwards people having sex with animals and mm-hmm. i never thought to suggest in all of those in all of those years i've been making fun of you for living in virginia never thought to suggest that you're a uh, pedophile running for congress but as it turns out there is a pedophile an out and open and quite proud pedophile quite proud running for congress in charlottesville virginia now how far is charlottesville from where you live ray
1: not even thirty miles. <laughs> so it's my adopted hometown.
0: Yes, your adopted yeah. hometown of Charlottesville. There's a guy yeah. called Nathan Larson. He's a 37 year old accountant running not for Congress more. as an independent candidate. Uh huh. Not he's not 37, or he's not an
1: accountant. No, uh, well, I, I just know Charlottesville, and I, I've known it for years. And even though every location has its it's um rednecks and the different races of that that um most of the people there are yuppies and i can't imagine this guy working and or living in charlottesville much longer now that this is out but we'll see what happens
0: yeah uh, i even went to snopes to fact check this because i didn't believe this story but but (laughs) it's uh... real baby yeah, checks out uh, so he um, he's an open pedophile mm-hmm. he has bragged on his website about raping his late ex-wife right he's uh, pro incest mm-hmm. um, He uh, he's a bit of an incel he ran a website called incelocalypse dot today oh, that's uh, site's so not down any, uh, not up anymore apparently but he, right. apparently he did run that he's confirmed that yes Um uh, and uh, and he's kind of open about this. Now this is yeah. an interesting turn. Um, you know, we, we, we like this is a, and part of the reason why this whole Roseanne and, and Samantha B thing is fake outrage. You, you, your president, who was elected by not so much the people, but the electoral college, um, is an out and out racist, sexist, Mm-hmm. Piece of white trash, right? Everyone knows that his fans love him for it. <laughs> um, he said That's he thing. liked to said he liked to grab women by the pussy. Yeah. Um, when he was on camp, well, it came out when he was on campaign. Um, he during this campaign he made fun of of somebody who was physically disabled, uh, mm-hmm. a journalist, I think. Did a lot of horrible stuff. Said a lot of horrible things about Mexicans, about veterans, about any, anyone and everyone. About his his his, his uh, other candidates for yeah. Republicans and the Democrats, and he still became president. <clears throat> now, I thought at the time this this is interesting. I wonder where this is going to go. Because a lot of people think, well, this is we're scraping the bottom of the barrel now. This is. We, we can only go up from here. Right. My take Who's on it has God. always been, oh no, no, <laughs> now you've just opened, <laughs> you've just opened a whole new door. You know, so that whole thing about what's behind door number three, this is what. So Nathan Larson is what is behind door number three, Ray. Oh, um, door number three is guys that go, yeah, I'm a rapey pedophile. Um, so what? Yeah. I, I, I can I can be open about that and still run for Congress. Now I, I let's be clear. As I've said many times on uh, our shows, I'm not one of these people that think that pedophiles are evil people. Mm-hmm. I think pedophiles um, something wrong with their brain. Um, it's not their fault that something is wrong with their brain. And and like a drug addict, or a psychopath, or or um, or a lawyer they should be treated as somebody who's who's not right in the head right. and uh, we should we should treat them as, or religious people we should treat them as uh, somebody who's got a mental mental illness mm-hmm. they have a medical problem because the brain is an organ and and if it's broken it's a medical problem we shouldn't be ostracizing them we shouldn't be treating them like they're they're somehow inherently uh, evil but it is interesting when these people not go from hiding in the shadows yeah. in Trump's America now to saying, not only am I going to be out and proud about this, but um, I'm going to run for Congress. So I'm wondering what's next. Are, the, are we going to see um, pro-pedophilia rallies like we've uh, had... we uh, pro we've had, yeah. Yeah, we've had we've you know uh, uh, over the last forty odd years there have been LGBT parades, marches, rallies, and I'm sure that has done a reasonable uh, job in in getting the general public to come to terms mm-hmm. with the existence of LGBTQ R uh, X Y Z people, <laughs> right. I don't know the rest of the letters. Maybe. Just through all the letters, I'm sure yeah. there's. I'm sure there's a, 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 a sexual identity variant for every letter of the alphabet. So we yeah. just you do, need them all. You know, just say the alphabet, which is the name of Google's company. It's why Google called the, the parent company Alphabet for all the. So they so they didn't offend anyone. They said we're just the alphabet now. <laughs> Please don't. Be um, yeah. So I'm wondering if that's what we're going to see now again i have to say i don't think there's anything wrong with that i think we need to recognize that these people exist that they have rights and that they um have a condition um uh, uh i'm not equating pedophiles with homosexuals uh, i i'm saying that their their brains differ from the norm whatever that is of, of straight, heterosexual, uh, having sex with adults, people, that most of us seem to be. Um, and well, I don't know. Anyway, what do you think of it, Ray? What do you think of Nathan Larson coming out being well, proud? Would you vote I mean- for Nathan Larson, Ray? And <laughs> no. Why not? Why would you not vote for Nathan Larson? Let me ask you that.
1: Yeah, because because of his platform, he is a, he, is, he is he has said that his platform is a quasi neo reactionary libertarian candidate, which includes protecting gun ownerships, establishing free trade, and protecting benevolent white supremacy. As well as legalizing incestuous marriage and child pornography. So, based on his platform, and based on the fact that he has said that it is true that he has raped his wife, ex-wife, repeatedly, and um, and there the whole the hell pedophilia thing. Um, clearly, I think he should be put away and find out either either he truly is mentally unbalanced, or he's just going for shock or whatever. Which I don't think that's the case, but um. I wouldn't vote for him. He's going to lose. But what's more scary than anything is because we'll have the election. He'll lose and he'll hopefully go away. But the point is he now feels comfortable, like you were saying, coming out and saying, this is me. This is who I am. And people want to hear the truth. They don't want to hear lies anymore. And I'm being honest and people will respect that. That scares the fuck out of me that he feels comfortable. I mean, it was Charlottesville, Virginia last year that had the KKK rally. So what the fuck is going on out there?
0: When you say out there, you mean here, because it's next door to you.
1: 30 minutes from my house. 30 fucking minutes from my house. Well, they just picked Charlottesville because of the, uh, was it the statues? I can't fucking remember. The point is, but what's going on in America where these people feel comfortable that they don't have to hide it anymore? And you can call the police on black people for the tiniest things, or you can harass people. What's going on in the climate of this country where these people feel comfortable and or safe?
0: Now, this isn't the first time Larson- And I don't have the answer. Yeah. This isn't the first time he's been in the news, apparently. Um, Mm. Apparently, uh, March last year, 2017, the Washington Post reported that Larson, who was running for state office at the time, had served time in prison for threatening to kill the President of the United States- and was running on a platform that included the legalization of child pornography. Um, and he said he, he really wants to bring positive change to Virginia. Um, now, the Didn't president leave. that he threatened to kill was President George W. Bush. Really? Or President Barack Obama. Um, either, either one. Uh, either one. He was, uh, the, this is in 2008. He sent a letter to the Secret Service who said he was going to do this as an act of civil duty disobedience to call attention to what he believes is the tyranny of the u.s government mm. so um interesting interesting fellow let's keep a close eye on that um i i think you should go and do a podcast interview with him, yes Ray.
1: absolutely if i don't fucking strangle him with his own tie that would be great but but
0: okay so but what is he doing wrong exactly? Um, why? Like, okay, so he thinks incest should be legal. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a problem with that?
1: I do, because the chances are that the people that he wants to sleep with are underage, and so it's probably statutory rate. But as we know, the reason you put books on the law for people not to have sex until a certain age is a, cer- is a certain physical and mental and emotional maturity. It's just taking ad- advantage of them and that you have dominance and power over them. So there there are reasons where we at least say people should be a certain age before you have sex and this would be I, i'm 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 not getting worked up but the point is uh, if if you even want to have a discussion about making uh something legal for pedophiles then obviously you're you are mentally damaged and you should have no position of authority or power over anybody ever mm. you need help you need help mm.
0: um well mm. I mean, that's not incest. Incest doesn't necessarily mean pedophilia, though, or, or marrying somebody who's underage. You could have, like, you having sex with your sisters. I mean, that's the, you're you're adults. Should you not have the uh, option to do that if you're under your own free will?
1: Um, don't make me use the my Christian uh, upbringing to defend. No, uh, no, I don't think you should. I don't think incest should be. I don't think incest should be legal. Call me old fashioned. But why not? It just why, why don't why don't people
0: adults uh, have the right to have sex with whoever they want to have sex with?
1: No, I'm sorry. That 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 little voice in the back of my head mm. just says no. Mm,
0: except when you're around sheep and goats it's, and then it's like then yeah, it says go for it. If you drink enough limoncello that little voice goes away. Uh, Nathan Larson's <laughs> website nathanlarson.org seems to be down. Yeah. Um, no shit. <laughs> Anyway, keep an eye on that for us, Ray. Let's move on. Uh, yeah. Google. Um, Google has announced, uh, maybe surprisingly, that it won't renew its military AI contract.
1: hmm
0: Now, <sighs> you and I have, have done a lot of shows over the years where we've talked about the military-industrial complex. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly, we did like three hours, I recall, on our Cold War show uh, a year or so ago, where we talked about the economics of war and the economics of the military-industrial complex, and always trying to explain to people that the the businesses that profit from war in the United States, in particular, is far greater from the usual people that we associate it with. We associate it with guys, uh, companies that make. Planes and guns and bombs and bullets and and that kind of stuff. Tanks, Jeeps. But it's actually far, far broader than that. And this is a classic example. So Google has been profiting from uh, the the military budget of the United States. What, What did you say last week? How much of the federal budget goes towards uh,
1: Pentagon Militaries. Uh, 54% goes towards each year goes towards military all military spending
0: 54% yes and the stat that you usually uh, hear associated with that is the the net amount of money that gets spent by the US on military is greater than the military budgets of the next 10 or 15 countries in the world combined yes um so anyway google executive announced uh, a few days ago that um they're not going to renew their contract to work on something called project maven Mm.
1: sounds harmless yeah
0: maven yeah it sounds nice actually i mean a maven i i i i knew a maven once (laughs) what's the definition of maven even i don't know what is a maven Google Dictionary, uh, Mac Dictionary says, an expert or connoisseur, fashion mavens, called beige oatmeal. <laughs> Don't know what that means. It's a Yiddish term, apparently, right. from the 60s. Um, so, uh, uh, an expert on something. Okay. Um, Pentagon program designed to provide the military with artificial intelligence to help drone operators identify images on the battlefield. Mm. So, Google, who's whose motto once upon a time was don't be evil right
1: was using
0: yeah what does it remind me of yeah our what saying what you said to me in Vegas oh yeah right yeah our saying don't be a cunt <laughs> right. um is basically don't be evil yeah D back um especially don't be a feckless cunt right. <laughs> those are the worst hmm. um yeah, so Google has been working with the American military to provide drones with artificial intelligence so they can do a better job of killing people. Now, that's, right. that's pretty evil, I think. That yeah. sounds pretty evil to me. You might say, well, they're only going to kill the bad people. <laughs> um, and I'd say, well, who gets to determine who's the bad people? And they go, well, yeah. the AI does, really. That's the yeah. point of the AI in this. It gets to identify the bad people. Um, There's always collateral other, collateral. The damage. Color, color of yeah. their skin, I guess. There
1: we go. That's the easiest way. But the, the main
0: reason I wanted to touch on this again is is just to help people understand that this is how deep the military-industrial complex goes. I mean, obviously, Google... One of the largest companies in the United States. Um, people tend to think of it as a relatively benign company. I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they do search and maps and give yeah. me free email and Thank and they up until recently have been training drones to kill people. Right. Um, well, they're so going to keep go. they're
1: going to keep mm. working on the project until March of 2019. Then they're not going to do it anymore. However, Google has said they will not. They they, they will not not commit to forego signing other military contracts they just got caught because at first we didn't know about this for some time
0: yeah and apparently when news started to break out about it oh, by the way um they tried to hide it through a third party contractor known as ecs federal based in virginia Virginia,
1: yeah we got it going um, on
0: I wonder if it's run by a uh, neo-Nazi child molester. Um, by the way, uh, that guy, Nathan Larson, we mentioned before, apparently he wrote a, a manifesto uh, a while back on his website where he talked about Adolf Hitler as being um, you know, the greatest man in history. and uh, right. the, you know. My,
1: my so, favorite you know. thing was he also said, we need to switch to a system that classifies women as property. Into initially of their fathers and later of their husbands. So I ran that by my wife. She hasn't gotten back to me yet. I think she wants to gather her thoughts before she responds.
0: Sounds like he's been listening to our uh, Caesar show. That's yes. we're going back to ancient Rome there. <laughs> um, Augustus would have been up for that. He would have gone, he's yeah, like, hell yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's exactly how it should be. Oh there? Um, yeah. So uh, the the Google thing when it when it. Came out. I think it was revealed. The contract Mm -hmm. was revealed by Gizmodo and the Intercept in March. Nearly a dozen Google employees resigned in process, and several thousand of them signed an open letter declaring that Google should not be in the business of war. Um, Now that seems to have had a a small impact on Google. Here's the open letter. It's to the CEO Sundar. Dear Sundar, we believe that Google should not be in the business of war. Therefore, we ask that Project Maven be cancelled and that Google draft, publicised and enforce a clear policy stating that neither Google nor its contractors will ever build warfare technology. Google is implementing Project Maven, a customized AI surveillance engine that uses wide-area motion imagery data captured by US government drones to detect vehicles and other objects, track their motions and provide results to the Department of Defense. Mm. Um, so Google apparently is yes, yeah, okay, we won't sign that either, but we won't sign we won't renew that contract, but we uh, we'll, we, we might do other shit. Yeah. Um we will try not guaranteeing to get caught anything. next time. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but congratulations to the Google employees who stood up to the executive. Um, we need more uh, of that, And, and yeah. force some change there. Yeah, I mean, if you work for a company that's doing evil things, don't be evil yourself. Stand up, do something about it. Leak it, if nothing else, leak it. Get it yeah. out there. Send it to me. I'll publish it. Um, you know, don't uh, don't just turn a blind eye. Right to uh, even if it's not as it doesn't have to be as big as you know we're we're building AI technology and drones could be just something evil that your company is doing send it to us and I'll send it to Julian Assange because he's in exile anyway he's in jail anyway so it doesn't matter yeah Um, all right last story I think uh, Ray for Mm -hmm. the day. Seymour Hirsch, um, journalist who I talk about a lot on our shows, um, particularly when we're dealing with American politics. For people who don't know Cy Hirsch's work, he's an um, American journalist, been around for a long time, uh, probably best known for being the guy who broke the news of the uh, My Lai or My Lai Massacre. Mm-hmm. um in vietnam uh in the the 60s this is when uh, a group of american soldiers executed an entire village of men, women and children for doing nothing really they just uh, were angry that day uh like an old man trying to send back super <laughs> to delhi and they uh, executed right this entire village um he broke that story uh he also was famous for breaking the Abu Ghraib story um, mm-hmm. during the George W. Bush administration where American soldiers uh, and contractors were torturing um, prisoners at the Abu Ghraib prison. Right. So Cy Hirsch, uh, he's, he's one of the great independent journalists. Um, he's just written uh, his memoirs. It's called Reporter. I haven't read the book yet. I only, only heard about it a couple of days ago. But um, it sounds pretty great. But there was just reading some interviews with him and some uh, excerpts from it. It says that uh, he has three simple lessons that he has developed over a lifetime of being an investigative journalist. And I thought I'd like to share these three lessons. Number one, Mm -hmm. the powerful prey mercilessly upon the powerless up to and including mass murder. Two, the powerful lie constantly about their predations. Except Nathan Larson in uh, Virginia. <laughs> I mean, he's like, yeah, fuck. I I, proud. I, I, I raped my ex-wife and I'm a pedophile. Deal yeah. with it. Uh, and three, the natural instinct of the media is to let the powerful get away with it.
1: Why do you think that is? The third one.
0: Well, I think it comes down to a couple of things. I think the media uh, tends to be run by the powerful, right uh, the very high in the West, and and in not in the West too. But uh, you know, in, in your country and in my country, your large media corporations are run by wealthy, usually rich white men and a few women. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they don't have an instinct to bring down other members of the elite they're all part of the same brigade occasionally they will bring down somebody who they don't like or somebody who they think is a target or is probably going to whose whose time is up but generally speaking the the elite want to protect themselves and society in general mm. um and all for a number of reasons. Number one, as I've said before, if you're if you're if you're at the top of the food chain in our society, if if you're a member of the elite, uh, the elite, you've, you're, you're wealthy, you're successful, you want to protect um, the status quo. You mm. you don't want to shake the boat too much because you're at the top. You're on the boat. Yeah, if you're good. at the top of the boat, you don't want to shake the boat because you might fall off. You don't. If you start some shit, you don't know where it's going to end up. You've yeah. probably got skeletons in your cupboard as well. I mean, there's there's plenty of evidence. I just saw another article recently, which I should have uh, uh, flagged for this actually for our show today. Um, more studies. I'll see if I can pull this up. That um, about how many psychopaths there are in the boardroom um, uh, uh, and radio presenters and journalists? Apparently. Um, Oxford research psychologist Dr. Kevin Dutton has got a new book out called The Wisdom of Psychopaths. And he says that the jobs that are most likely to attract psychopaths are CEO, journalists, and media presenters, as well Mm. as public servants, police, surgeons, chefs, and lawyers. Wow. Um, Says that uh, psychopaths generally perform well in an office environment, uh, they they like jobs where they have the ability to control others and to manipulate, and they're often found in senior management. God. Um, also, uh, the clergy. He says like a lot of like so the top ten list: CEOs, journalists, media presenters, public servants, police, clergy, salespeople, surgeons, lawyers, chefs. I was just happy the podcasters didn't make the list. I was pretty sure we were number there. eleven. We, maybe number eleven. Yeah, we just <laughs> we just didn't make a cut. Yeah, um, but. Uh, um, yeah, uh. so so uh I think there's plenty of evidence that members of the elite uh a lot of them are probably psychopaths. Yeah. Um secondly, uh uh the 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 other members of the elite, the other people who run large corporations uh, uh advertise in your newspaper ah. or on your television network or on your right. radio network. So you don't want to fuck with that. You don't want to. You don't want to threaten the people that that put the food on the table, right? Yeah. You're very reluctant anyway to um, bring down the people that are putting money in uh, your bank account. It, it's not that it never happens, but uh, you would you would imagine that you you would be reluctant to do that if you were one of those people. Why why would you bring down or cause trouble for one of your Clients right. that are paying you, um, yeah. which is how they look at it, and then thirdly, I think so. A lot of journalists will say, "Well, that's not true," and this is this gets back to the story I think we did last week with Elon Musk saying the media model is broken and we need to change it. A lot of journalists said, "Fuck you! You don't know what you're talking about." I would never uh, uh, do something that my bosses told me to do if I didn't believe in it. And uh, I think, as I said last week, they probably uh, they probably believe that is true, but it's probably because the people that thrive inside of those corporate cultures that are run by a psychopath mm-hmm. are probably either psychopaths themselves or their morals and their ethics are at least in alignment with the gotcha. ethics or lack thereof of the corporate culture. So, Because uh, anyone whose ethics uh, aren't in alignment with the corporate culture either don't get hired in the first place or get pushed out at some way some way along the line if they did get hired or uh they they leave they they quit and they go fuck this i don't want to be part of this this is evil and they go and do something else a bit like the people who resigned from google when the project maven stuff came out these people said i don't want to be part of this company i'm out and then a lot of others signed an open letter and that kind of stuff so um that's why i think it is what do you think it is do you have a theory
1: um just that uh no I just like you don't rock the boat cuz you don't know where it's going to end up and you don't know whose throat you're going to cut uh, sometimes it's your own, sometimes it's someone that you work with, sometimes it might be your boss and there's con- retaliation but as we all know, a lot of the um, elite work together, they're connected or they look out for each other for all the reasons you just said and sometimes you just don't know where it's going to end up and, and in case you're wrong uh, you don't want to be the one that's left to, hanging out to dry so I think uh, I think this is just a lot of fear and peer pressure but on a much higher level and these, and again, it, it's sticking your neck out can just be a very intimidating and dangerous thing when you're dealing with psychopaths mm.
0: all right well that's the show for the new show for this week uh, if you like this show and, and you're new to our stuff uh, go over to the podcast check out all of our other shows we do lots of shows on ancient history and and not so ancient history we do shows on ancient Rome ancient Greece uh, on the Cold War and on this show bullshit filled normally we do mini series on different contemporary subjects that we find uh, interesting we did a long one on the syrian civil war we did one on gun control around the world we're in the middle of one at the moment on the war on drugs examining the the history of the war on drugs and and where it's at today um so check those out and um come with us on a journey while we we, we do our best to try and understand the world around us and um We'll be back next week with another news show where Ray will tell us about um the his uh interview that he's going to go do with uh the pedophile
1: or their murder. Oh, hey.
0: No, we don't know. We don't just that's not that's not right. We don't No, we can don't. I just
1: beat him? He's okay. Sick.
0: We we don't beat or kill sick people cuz they're sick, Ray.
1: Don't we?
0: No. Now you okay. you you should be in one of the neo-Nazi rallies. That's <laughs> Next what if I wanna, just cow tip him? I'm just going to cow tip. Him. Next, next, you'll want to take the infirm and uh, the homosexuals <laughs> no. and throw them into uh, no. furnaces. No? no, just
1: no, no. Mm, okay.